Welcome to Live Long and Dead. It is Thursday, May 18th, and uh, last night the... Uh... Cade, what's wrong, buddy? Cece, did you take that from Cade? No. Cade, why don't you find a different toy? There's lots of toys. Why don't you go pick out a toy from your bedroom? There are lots of toys. You don't need that one toy. Broken gook gook. Let me see. Why is it broken? Cade, you don't need to take the school bus from her. No, Cade. Pick out a different toy, buddy. Yeah, this is either they play nice or it's like this. There's no in between. And this is very tiring. Um, yesterday, the S HIPAA fan on the uh, second grade WhatsApp group, uh, apparently on Monday, the uh, teacher brought all the boys into the bathroom and there was some new profanity written in the bathroom. And uh, they offered the opportunity for whoever did it to come forward. Nobody did. They said they were going to compare handwriting and try and figure out who it was. And if they can't figure out who it was, then, and it happens again, then all the second grade boys would suffer consequences. All very reasonable things to say. Uh, I hate graffiti and second graders have no business spreading profanity. So I'm fine with them bringing the hammer down. But these parents were freaking out, going, oh, that seems very shaming, and I don't like that. And uh, I wish they would have communicated this to us. No, you know, they don't have to tell you every single thing. And uh, rewind to about six weeks, eight weeks ago, uh, when James was saying the F word a bunch at school, an SH word, um, one day I asked him, why, why are you saying this so much? Well, I see it everywhere. He said, what do you mean you see it everywhere? Well, it's all over the bathroom stalls. And so I reported that to the school and the school replied saying, yep, there was a lot of profanity written in Sharpie in the bathrooms. Uh, we've removed it and we'll keep a better eye on it. Um, and that, that was it. I, kind of let it go because now the adults are uh, aware of it and that seems to be an ongoing thing at this school where a reasonable person would think okay the adults at the school are aware of this comma the uh, situation will be handled moving forward that seems to not be a thing because the new profanity was there on Monday and James said and I take what James says with a grain of salt but he says it's been there for a long time um, so if that's accurate, then they're not keeping an eye on things. And, uh, so yeah, parents were outraged and that sparked a bigger conversation about language. And I've known about bad language since November. Um, I heard that the F word was being thrown around in the N word and I reached out to the room mother because of the harassment I've received, 
I didn't feel comfortable going, hey, uh, lots of bad words being thrown around. Parents, maybe you guys should all talk to your kids and have a conversation about it. Uh, So I reached out to the room mom and shared my concerns and said it'd be a good idea to just give everybody a heads up because parents might not be aware that kids in the class are throwing around F-bombs. And she said she didn't think that was necessary and so nothing no greater conversation amongst the parents was brought up and the school was saying oh it's it's very age appropriate you know they're just uh exploring language and stuff and we'll have lots of conversations about it and then uh back in january and february when james was having lots of outbursts and stuff and uh he when he you know have a tantrum He'd just be dropping f bombs. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. Um, and James says it's one of his buddies who knows all the bad words and uses it all the time. And in the WhatsApp group, that kid's mom is very much, we don't use that language at home, and we're very strict on what he's intakes and um that that's the same kid that teaches james about choo choo charles the violent video game and the both the principal uh, says that she doesn't think that kid actually plays the game but this kid is able to describe to james in great detail like the final boss battle and all this stuff so either this mom is full of baloney and or, or just totally clueless um it's the same kid uses the n-word and uh you know it makes me worry is james saying this stuff too to fit in or to be cool or to get attention and uh so as soon as the whatsapp group learned that the N-word had been thrown around earlier in the year. People started to get really freaked out and uh, get angry that they did not know. And uh, it's been interesting. So I, I, I threw in my two cents that, you know what? I, I knew about it in November. Um, I tried to get the school to you know, send out an email, and I, I think that would have been very appropriate. You don't have to be specific, but just say, hey, all the boys in the second grade have been throwing around inappropriate language. Please have some at-home conversations about these words. Um, yeah, so parents are pissed. A big trash truck outside. Yes, it is trash day. Uh-huh. Big trash truck outside? No. No? Mm. Okay. Well, yeah, it picks up our trash, then it goes bye-bye. And uh, apparently they do a thing over the last couple weeks where a kid is the VIP of the day, and they get like a little poster, and all the kids draw and sign it for them, like a yearbook type thing. And so yesterday, one of the girls was the VIP, and I guess they don't supervise the kids when they draw on it because one girl drew a nice little portrait of the other girl. 
And then somebody put on the portrait two hands with middle fingers flipping the bird. And this girl was devastated by it. And um, hope that wasn't James. James. Heidi says James is easy to tell when he's lying. Uh, his facial expressions really give it away. And when we questioned him about it, she, her mama lie detector said he wasn't lying. Uh, he was, said he hadn't even gotten a chance to do anything on it. Uh, but then when we said, well, do you know who did it? And he kind of got a little smirk and was like, oh, no, I don't know who did it. So one of his buddies did it. Um, but, yeah, the, <laughs> the parents got up in arms about that. And um, babies, what you guys doing over there? Okay. What book? What book? Gigi book? No, really big book. Really big book? Yeah. All right. Um, and I, I get it. It's frustrating. Like, James absolutely learned the F word, the SH word, the N word from kids at school. He, we, we don't listen to music that has that language in it. We don't watch TV that has that language with it. We, when he's around, it's Tom Petty and Beatles and classical music or soundtracks like you know, John Williams. And when he's watching TV, it's cartoon, you know, age-appropriate stuff. And, uh, you know, a couple of movies have... Well, and this is really in the last six months since he's been exposed to it. Now that he's exposed to it, it's like, whatever. So, I mean, uh, I still, like, when we watched Jurassic Park a couple weeks ago, I screened it ahead of time, and so I knew there were two SH words in there, and so I fast-forwarded through those. Um, but there have been a couple of movies where I've let the SH word slide in the movie because well, he already knows it and we've had the conversation about how there are different degrees of bad words and he was when he was telling me what bad words were written in the bathroom he's like oh there was the f word and the d word the d word d-i-c-k and he's like what what word was written there james d-a-m-n <laughs> great now i just taught him d-i-c-k uh is that that's cute that he thinks damn is on the same level as the F word. Um, so yeah, damn is, maybe be nice. Damn is an impolite word, but you're not going to get fired from your job. If you say damn, you're not going to get bleeped on TV. If you say damn SH word, you will get bleeped on TV. You might get reprimanded at work, but you're not going to get fired at work, probably. Uh, but it's impolite, and it's descriptive of poop, so you know, we don't want to say it out in public. And the F word, that is the next level up, and that can be pretty mean, and you'll definitely get fired if you say that uh, at work, and you'll definitely get bleeped 
And uh, in the N word, that's way up there at the top, and that is a hateful word. So we've had that conversation with him, and he seems to understand, and I haven't heard anything about him using that word. The only two incidences I've heard about when he first got exposed to the word, and I don't think he knew what it meant, he wrote it on a whiteboard with an A at the end. So his buddy, probably from a song he likes, and that's how James says he learned it. The friend was singing a song that had it in there a bunch. Um, so he wrote up there N-I-G-G-A on a whiteboard, and his shadow erased it quickly. Um, but I, I, I don't believe there was any malice about it. I think he knew it was maybe a naughty word that his friend had taught him, but he didn't know any context to it. And then he wrote it on a wall at school, a wall or a ball, I forget, at recess. But again, I think that was just attention seeking. And that was the last thing I've heard about the N-word in James. Yeah, we watched a good chunk of the movie 42, the Jackie Robinson movie. Not the part with Alan Tudyk where he drops the N-word like 30 times. Um, that is such an uncomfortable scene, but Alan Tudyk is such a funny and charismatic dude that it's just a really awkward experience. And I like him from Star Wars Rogue One and Firefly. So it's it'd be like, uh, well, Patrick Stewart did play a racist Nazi in uh, the Green Room movie. So that, that was weird, seeing Professor Xavier and Jean-Luc Picard being a Nazi. Um... So it's been interesting watching the other parents. I've been dealing with this since November. Now coming to terms and, and thinking their kid is super innocent and um, our friend uh, whose kid is in the class and one of James's buddies had a real good post on the WhatsApp this morning saying, I can't shelter my kids from this stuff, but I can teach them how hurtful this stuff is. And that's, that's good. And, you know, a lot of these kids probably don't know because these parents haven't had the damn conversation with them. And it's uncomfortable. And shoot. I'm a few years away from having to have the sex talk with James, aren't I? That's... <sighs> She's singing Catco and the Nine Lives. Meow. Oh, Gigi's singing it. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> she is pretty loud, huh, Cade? Oh my goodness. Um, let's see. Ah, James, before, before he had COVID, so he was out all last week. Uh, before he had COVID, he had hit his buddy who has all the F words and uh, hit him in the balls. 
and the report came in to us that he groped a student. And I never got super clarification, but James said he pretended to hit that boy in the balls because they were playing WWE wrestling. So that brought up a conversation about how wrestling is choreographed. They are stuntmen. They do everything to make sure they don't hurt each other. Um, and you should never do that stuff. And on top of that, you don't touch anybody in their privates and you never hit below the belt. Uh, but that's a hell of a lot different than groping. Groping is Donald Trump grabbing by the pussy and, uh, boys being jackasses and horsing around is a lot different than groping. So I took exception to that. And, uh, so I hoped that would be done. But, uh, Monday, apparently James hit that boy in the balls again and James, why? Well, he was bullying so-and-so. Okay. Well, you're not the Batman. You're not a vigilante. It's not your job to protect other kids from bullying. You can use your words and you should tell an adult. You don't need to physically stop anybody and you definitely don't hit anybody in the balls. Do you understand, James? I understand. So that's a disturbing second occurrence of that. I don't know if you've ever seen the King of the Hill episode. Bobby Hill is getting bullied. Hank wants him to go to the YMCA to get uh, boxing lessons so he can do self-defense. Boxing is full. And so Bobby begs to do something, anything. And so he goes to the woman's self-defense class. Gentle, gentle, guys, gentle. And uh, there, Bobby learns to kick people in the crotch <laughs> as women's self-defense. And so he then becomes kind of a vigilante at school, kicking everybody he disagrees with in the crotch. And he ends up kicking Hank in the crotch and hurting his balls really bad. And the episode ends with uh, Peggy show- putting the hammer down on him, and he kicks Peggy in the crotch. And that, of course, doesn't do anything. It's a funny episode. So now I have my own real life Bobby Hill crotch kicking, hitting stuff. Um, yeah, this boy, James is fond, really fond of three or four boys in the class. What's going on, guys? Out of Bubba's room. What? What? Let me see. Show me. Show me. Dryer ball. Dryer ball. That stays out here? Okay. What are you doing? Where's Gaga? Okay. What's your problem, kid? You have what? You have what, bud? Um, yeah, so it, it, his one buddy he's been friends with since preschool. We're friends with the parents. Um... That kid's great. Uh, another kid James likes. We've made friends with this year. We've made friends with his folks. And that kid seems really cool and nice. Uh, but this third boy, he's the other one with AD, severe ADHD. He needed an IEP. Didn't get one until like December. And okay, oh, okay, never mind. And because the school is doing 
not what they're supposed to do, they would pair James up with this other kid and have James's shadow kind of monitor both of them. And so many of the bad incidents from the fall would happen because, well, the shadow was chasing around the other kid and James would go do something bad. So, uh, and that is the kid that has taught him the F word, taught him the N word, taught him about the violent video game. And again, Choo Choo Charles is a, about, it's a horror survival game about a serial killer zombie spider clown train that eats people. Awesome. And so now, like, James at home, even though he's never seen it, uh, just from descriptions of it from this kid, he likes to play Choo Choo Charles at home, and so, like, he'll play really aggressive train with the babies. Freaking great. Um, and, yeah, when I shared my concerns with the school, I'm like, I don't want to say, and I know it's impossible to say, don't let them be around each other. And I don't want to dictate to James who to be friends to. But when they're together, can you guys, like, just have your ears extra perked to make sure that they're not, you know, whispering the N-word to each other? And uh, the principal's like, oh, I know he's on lockdown. His parents don't, are very strict with what he takes in. Maybe now, but he's already... James swears this kid plays it all the time and the kid just beat the game. And so I have my doubts, uh, but maybe he is on lockdown now, but he played it during the pandemic or a year ago. Um, and yeah, th this mom seems totally in denial or maybe she's a narcissist and is just like, you know, my kid can never do it. Um, distressing. And I am definitely going to try and insist if we're still at the school next year that they are separated in classes. And this freaking school is adding. So right now there's two classrooms for every grade. TK, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. So that's four grades, two classes each. That's eight classes. Next year, they're adding a classroom to every grade and they're moving up into a third grade so that's tkk first second third that's five grades three classrooms each so that's 15 classrooms this year we have eight so that's essentially doubling the school size and pick up and drop offs already a nightmare and they haven't talked to us about what the pickup situation is going to be next year um, they have to rearrange that somehow, but it's quickly kind of turning. I don't remember cause it was still like spring of 2021. So I don't really remember, um, the selling points, but I, they, they definitely said we're going to expand up to fifth grade, but there, I don't remember there being talk of having three classrooms with the kids. James's second grade right now is currently 53 kids. Now it's going to be 70-something. 80 kids. Uh, and they already don't have very quality teachers. Like, the, they promoted a TA last year, and that was James's original teacher this year. And they fired her 
after five weeks and hired this really good teacher that we have now. Um, and then last year's teacher sucked. And a TK teacher just quit. Uh, and I've heard from the parents that he sucked. So you guys already don't have very good uh, staff. And now you're going to expand by a third. <coughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, I haven't called the other charter school to see where we are on the line, but uh, we shall see. All right, well, that's the latest. Uh, I'm going to get these guys on a walk. They've been good while I've been doing this. So thanks for listening. Adios. And now it is Thursday, May 25th, 26th, something like that. It is 6.43 p.m. I just got the babies down. I'm on my own because tonight is Cub Scouts' big monthly meeting, and it's Derby, Pinewood Derby night. And uh, I chose not to go with the babies because last year it was tiring chasing them around, and I just didn't feel like that tonight. And... And it, it sucks when you keep them out two hours past their bedtime. <laughs> um, so I'm home. James has a rocket ship themed Pinewood Derby car. And hope he has fun. Um, and the twins are definitely in the terrible threes. Like They are contentious about so much stuff and, and just not helpful. Like, hey, babies, can you guys get me your water cups so I can fill them up before we go on a walk? No, me find it. Ah. Okay, please. Especially my low vision, it's hard for me to see a little clear colored water cup and on the floor, on the carpet. And they will insist, they will be no help. They will either ignore me or say, no, me find it. And then when I only have one water cup for them for lunchtime or the walk. They get really pissed. Didn't help me find it. And I'm certainly tired of having to go through four water cups in a day. And uh, uh, um, age appropriate, but it's just exhausting. And uh, they're so dang picky about food. Um, Cade wanted oatmeal today again. And... Cece would not tell me what she wanted for lunch. So I just made her oatmeal. And luckily she did not protest. Um, we ran out of bread today, so I tried giving them a peanut butter sandwich on the toasted English muffin, and neither one of them would go for it. And then they were mad at me on the walk because they wanted their Cheez-Its. And I said, you didn't eat your main course. You don't get Cheez-Its now. And uh, they're... It's a fun age, but just, it's a tough one too at the same time. Like as I was doing bedtime routine, I was, uh, Cade, after the books, Cade climbs in the bed, Cece climbs on you and you do a couple songs, then they get in bed and go to bed. So Cade's in his bed and Cece's on me and I'm singing and playing on the Amazon device. Uh, nothing else matters. And she 
like kisses me on the neck and she says, I love you, daddy. Oh, that's sweet, Cece. Uh, remember that next time you do obnoxious things. James had his horse riding physical therapy. Uh, they invited him to the Calnet Horse Show. And it's a, a state uh, horse show for people with disabilities. And he participated in pole bending, where you ride your horse timed through poles. And then also um, obstacle course. And the first one was just general horse handling and uh, following instructions. And so in that one, he won first place in his class. Awesome. He was so proud he got a blue ribbon because last year he got second place in something. And so he was super excited, and that was only one event on Saturday. And then on Sunday, he had the other two. That morning, he started having a sore throat, and it was significant enough that Heidi took him to the urgent care and not strep, so it was just a sore throat. So he wasn't feeling good, and he got a kind of cantankerous horse who uh, had been riding all morning, and James was going to be his last kid for a while. And the horse didn't want to cooperate, so on obstacle course... Uh, James got third place or f no f fourth place, I think. No, third place. And, um, you know, the instructor's like, you did a good job when the horse refused to do that thing of problem solving and finding a way to get him to do it. And so, you know, I praised James saying, you know, it would have been easy to just whine or give up. And because you were persistent and problem solved, you ended up getting third place. That's really cool because you would have gotten sixth place if you just would have given up. And he got fourth place in the pole bending. Uh, same horse and just, you know, wasn't in a good mood. And he was super bummed. Um, he, he cried when the awards ceremony was happening and, uh, you know, tried to tell him nobody up there got first place in everything. No, only one person got multiple first places. So the fact that you got three ribbons is awesome and you didn't get last place in anything. So cheer up, buddy. Um, so I, I was super proud of him, and he was pretty bummed all day Sunday. Um, and I get it. And, uh, yeah, Tuesday. Um, what happened Tuesday? Heidi had... Uh, why was she home late? Oh, yeah. Uh, she and James had to cut his Pinewood Derby car. So I was in charge of bedtime with the babies and Heidi got home at 7.50. And then we had couples therapy at eight from eight to nine. And then last night, Heidi went, took James to therapy and then went straight to the eighth grade night out at her school and got back at 10 something. And now tonight she's at Cub Scouts. So it's just three nights in a row of me on my own and I'm just burnt out. And, uh, Saturday, she's going to go to a friend's birthday party at 2 o'clock and be gone all night. And Sunday morning, she wants to go to church, and there's a meeting after church about the budget or something. So, uh, <laughs> hey, but I can't uh, play the tit-for-tat card, right? I can't say, hey, I can I go out uh, Friday night? Can I try and do something Sunday night? Because... She, she will interpret that as, 
well, you get to do something, so I get to do something. No, I'm just burnt out, and me getting out of the house or doing something fun would be helpful for my spirit, because I am not looking forward to being in charge of the babies again for the whole second half of Saturday and all of Sunday morning. <sighs> um, yeah. Uh, James has been doing seemingly well at school. I mean, I have no faith in the school's ability to tell us stuff, but the last time the shared Google document was updated was May 15th. Um, and it was, let's see, James hit another student in the private parts uh, while playing with the student. They were playing wrestling. It was the other boy that has ADHD and they feed off each other. So whatever, I'm not going to trip out on that. I told him don't do it and I, I had a serious talk with him. Uh, but yeah, so May 15th was the last bad note from the teacher and um, he had COVID. When did he have COVID? It was last Monday, I think. So, uh, yeah. And so I don't know. Is James turning it around a little bit? Is the school doing a better job of supporting him and eliminating some of the behaviors? I, I don't know. I want to talk to the teacher and get her two cents. Uh, but I've noticed a little bit more maturity in general with James, and that's been really nice. Um, so thinking positive. But, uh, all right, I've been blabbing on long enough. I'm tired. <laughs> Just wanted to give you that quick update, and uh, see you soon. <laughs>